0: OLB Baltimore, and WERQ-FM, HD3 Baltimore. Celebrating Radio
1: 1's 42nd anniversary. Our Radio 1 family, our employees,
2: their family members, our listeners, our viewers, our extended family. serving the
0: African-American community for over 42 years. The views and opinions of the guest and host you hear on 1010 WOLB are not necessarily those of the staff and management of Radio 1, its sponsors, or advertisers.
1: a marble stand
3: and welcome to another edition of the coach's corner featuring tj smith and folks as always we promise you we will have an informative We will have a hard-hitting and entertaining show for you. So hey, call a neighbor, call a friend, and tell them that show is on with TJ and the coach. And we want to thank our sponsors. And I got to thank my man Jay and W Brown. J and W. Brown, they are a full, I repeat, a full service, full license, home improvement contracting company, servicing all of your home improvement, renovations. And that's interior and exterior. Now, this is what you do, because we're all going to need some home improvement at one time or another, with the holidays coming up. So do it. Call J&W Brown, 410-728-5000. That's 410-728-5000. And TJ... Let's talk about the other business that makes this show possible.
0: Yes, sir, Coach. And for more than 50 years, Briacliff has been the number one apartment community in Cockeysville, known for having an extensive list of features, amenities, and community firsts. Conveniently located near restaurants and shopping, Briarcliff Communities, one, two and three bedroom apartment homes, many of which have dens. You can call 410-316-1340 to schedule a tour now. And that is out in Cockeysville. So you, too, can say you live in Baltimore City, similar to what Coach says. I live in D.C. when he's really over there in Greenbelt eating that mambo sauce and calling it a chicken box. (laughs) Well, I'm all over, man.
3: I'm so big in the DMV. I can be in Greenbelt. I can be in uh, Bowie. I can be in in, in Crystal City. You know what? Bethesda, uh, setting up shop at the lovely Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club Mm -hmm. or Tacoma Station this week. Join me. We'll talk about that later on. But, man, let's get to it, because we don't waste time. We hit the ground running. We call it our rundown. And, TJ, let's start off with your beloved Ravens. They had another victory. Wasn't pretty, but a victory on the road, nonetheless, over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But you want to talk about one Lamar Jackson. And, folks, TJ brought up a point. That I never brought up, and I've not heard anyone bring it up about Lamar Jackson's passing accuracy. Please, TJ, expound.
0: Uh, well, you know, anybody who watched the game on Thursday night might have seen, you know, him. It seems like he's hesitating, taking a, a different approach to passing. But I can't say he's improved with making passes like a back shoulder fade or what have you, where you see other quarterbacks making those throws. The social media world was buzzing on, uh, on, on Thursday night because the first half of the game was a totally different story from the second half of the game. Now, if you just look at Lamar's stat lines, they look good. But when that offense started being run through the run game and through the run pass option, the RPO, we saw a different Lamar. And the question, I wonder, is he trying to conform or not be who people think that he is, which is more of a running quarterback than a throwing quarterback? Okay. I just don't know, Coach. It, it, it's it's starting to get to a point where improvements should be seen. And we keep saying, well, he needs more weapons. Is it really more weapons or are we seeing the ceiling?
3: I think, I think it's a little bit of both from my perspective. I think that he certainly needs more weapons as it pertains to wide receivers. But I think right now what you're looking at is what Lamar is going to be. All right? I don't think he's going to be that type of quarterback that can throw the, that, that fade pass over the shoulder where only the receiver can get it. If mm-hmm. the receiver can't get it, then no one can get it. I don't think that's Lamar Jackson's skill set, uh, but he has a wonderful skill set. Uh, you have to ask yourself the question, is his skill set good enough to win a championship? And that remains to be seen. I watched Buffalo last mm-hmm. night, and I watched Josh Allen. Uh, I think there's a big difference in, in skill sets between Allen and Jackson, but to be fair, between Allen and most quarterbacks, not named Mahomes.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 something to con consider as we watch and and continue on. You know, personally I think we saw the Isaiah Likely coming out party on Thursday night. We knew that he was going to be a stud back from preseason. Uh, early season jitters where he dropped a couple of passes that he shouldn't have but he showed up big on uh, Thursday night with the injury to Mark Andrews that we hope isn't prolonged. But I think that this offense can run the two tight end set with Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely on the field at the same time and the couple of... Um, our receivers that they have but I just really believe uh, Lamar has to get back to 2019 Lamar where he quickly pulls that ball down and runs through the open hole and gets 30 yards or gets the first down to move the chains. That team in 2019 with the, the three-headed monster uh, so to speak of running attack was moving the chains. Third and three was not an option. The fourth down conversion not an option. It was happening. Now We get third and three. We're like, man, we probably gonna have to punt.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of the Ravens, Tory Smith, Mm -hmm. Tory Smith um, had a tweet, and I want you to let our listeners know what the tweet was, and then we can give commentary on it. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, so in full disclosure, um, you know, I count Tory as a friend. Um, so, you know, it's tough because I know a lot of the good that he does in the Baltimore community and for him to make more news over this situation then all the good he does is, is just you know I don't like to see that but he weighed in on the Kanye West situation and this is the first time I've ever even said that name publicly because I truly don't care and I believe that we should be ignoring him and not giving him more airtime but he decided to weigh in on that and there's really a no-win situation if you decide to weigh in on it um, in these times of cancellation and these times of everyone having an opinion on social media but 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 he weighed in and not everyone's going to find what he said to be offensive or upsetting, but you know, what he said, um, and I'll read the quote uh, quickly. This is a quote from what um, he wrote on social media. Kanye never got canceled for saying all the wild things he said about black folks because there aren't many black people in powerful positions. He literally offended a group of people that do not have uh, that do have power and influence in every space. It's not rocket science. Don't be stupid. Councilman Yitzi Slifer in Baltimore City um, who is Jewish and represents the, the predominantly Jewish area in North West Baltimore um, uh, called it anti-Semitic tropes, and Tory Smith apologized uh, the next day for those comments. So, um, uh, again, I, I don't know that a lot of people are going to be up in arms about what he said, and that's the problem with Twitter. You have these few characters to try to expound upon a very, very delicate situation that, if taken out of context, people are going to get a little upset.
3: Well, I think... I like
0: what he said
3: or the, the point he was trying to make. Mm -hmm. However, I would have put more emphasis on the lack of black folks not exercising their power Mm -hmm. and making people afraid to say negative and derogatory comments and things about them Mm -hmm. versus putting the emphasis on the power that another community or group has. All right? And so, hey, if he's trying to say that if you say something against the Jewish community, you're going to be punished, well, you know what? Hooray for the Jewish community. Good for them. And why don't we take a page out of their book, so to speak, and flex our muscle.
0: And and to, to and, that point, Coach, uh, when he made the comments about slavery being a choice, when he made the comp- when he wore the White Lives Matter shirt, when he uh, you know uh, made the comments about George Floyd, which were all close to the comments that he made about Jewish people, um, we as Black folks didn't quote cancel him. And he still had the opportunity. As a matter of fact, it was going on drink champs, um, which, you know, got him in a lot more trouble and got the drink champs people in a bit of trouble where they were apologizing and taking down the interview. Um, Yeah, we we do have an opportunity to to make choices. And in that scenario, it didn't happen. So, um, you know, I know I know I know Tori's heart is in the right place. Yeah, oh yeah, and I know absolutely. he wouldn't overtly offend anyone um, like, like that and like it's being made out to be. Um, so, you know, it's just one of those topics that is probably not the best idea to weigh in on Twitter because the context can be lost easily.
3: Well, yes, and, and I think, again, he missed a, a tremendous opportunity to get a message in his community versus someone else's mm-hmm. and then see that, that's me. And I'm not saying everyone should have a, a thought pattern like me, but I'm always thinking of how I can empower myself or how my community or my team can be empowered. Mm-hmm. And as I've said before, God bless all of the civil rights people, but my mindset was different. I'm not going to hoop and holler and beg someone to take my money that don't like me where I'm going to start my own and I'm going to be bigger and I'm going to be better. And that's, I'm, I'm sorry. That's, that's just my thought pattern. But speaking of that, now you've heard talk years ago. And when I was on the morning show, Larry and I, and I would discuss it about a black entertainment district in Baltimore. People wanted it. They talked about it for years. Hadn't happened. But then I read an article a day or two ago about this fabulous entertainment district that's on the board and it's upcoming in downtown Baltimore. Uh, put a little more meat on the bone and then I want to get your thoughts as a Baltimorean and I'm going to get mine. But the key word or wording that I saw was it would be privately funded. And I would always say to the black folks that wanted the black entertainment district, where's your money? Mm. You can get any district you want. If you got somebody that's going to write a check. Yeah. Okay. But sometimes we as black folks, we talk, but there's no money. Okay. And every endeavor that you want, the, before you call a meeting, before you bring anyone in, you got to have the money first. That's where it started. That's where it started. You get the money first and then you proceed. For those of you who want to do a customized show, Hey, do it, but get your money first and then call the salespeople, my man, Reggie and, and others and say, Hey, I want a show. And, and anything you do,
0: you get the money first.
3: Your thoughts on, on the entertainment district, but it don't look black to me.
0: Well, Lauryn Hill had a song: first you get the money, then you get the power." You know, keep your eyes on the final hour, and 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 that's the facts, <laughs> coach. And and that kind of um, uh, what we're talking about is the walk at Warner Street, I believe it's going to be called, and it's down where okay. the new Top Golf opened up, and it's the connection area between the horseshoe casino and the Ravens Stadium. Um, So I actually wasn't uh, awfully familiar with that being uh, any sort of black entertainment area. I wasn't familiar with that. I know that the Hammerjacks have been on the books down there for a while, and they have a Paramount Plus amphitheater that'll be going in, and of course the Top Golf, and there's supposed to be more dining and uh, shopping options that go in. So we'll see what it ends up being, uh, but hopefully that there there's fair representation. But again, it takes capital um, and some resources to be part of it, and uh, hopefully it becomes an all-inclusive area and a safe area on top of that.
3: That's the other point. That is the other point, a safe area. Now, a couple more items. A couple more items. I love baseball, and people who know me know that basketball is the sport that I know the most about from a technical perspective because I've played the game and I've coached the game. <clears throat> but others also know that my favorite sport as a spectator is baseball. I've been following baseball since I was eight years old in the fifties. And this is the first time since 1950, 72 years, we don't have an American born black in the world series. Can you believe that?
0: Uh, it, it, it is.
3: Not one. It's kind now, of shocking. Mm-hmm. We got Dusty Baker, mm-hmm. who's a manager of the Astros, and he's American-born black, but that's it. Mm-hmm. No players on the roster. Yeah. And Patrick Henderson put the question on his Facebook page, and I started a conversation, and others chimed in. There are reasons for this. And if you want to blame someone, hey, there's enough blame to go around. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, you would hope that. Um the, the teams are doing a lot in the cities in which they represent. You think about the Baltimore Orioles, the Washington Nationals, the Detroit Tigers that uh, are already positioned in these uh, black metropolises that they can certainly spread their wings of influence and ensure they're uh, putting forth programs that are getting more young black kids involved in the sport of baseball, there definitely has been a dip over the years, but Baltimore is a baseball town, and uh, the James Moser League, of course, churns out uh, young black baseball players down in Docks neighborhood, and they 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 make it happen, but it's not as widespread as it was certainly when I was a kid. When I was a kid, you had James Mosier, you had Forest Park Little League, you had Liberty Road Baseball, you had Edrico. It was a lot of different baseball leagues that everyone knew about and everyone knew to send their kids to. And, you know, uh, I I think a concerted effort certainly has to be made by these franchises in these uh, big cities, these big towns where they have the target demo to get them more involved. Mm
3: Well look for the 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 Oreos I know years ago when Clarence Mitchell the 4th he worked for the Oreos he had a wonderful program where he would reach out to the youth and the the youth teams and bring them to the ballpark for free give them a hat you know buy a hot dog a coke and a bag of chips and at that point we didn't have a team here in DC and he reached out to an organization that I'm on the board that encourages young black boys to play baseball. And he sent a bus for us and he picked us up, took us to the game, brought us back. Mm. All right. But there are a lot of reasons, you know, in football, after you go to college three, three four years, you go straight to the, to the uh, NFL In basketball. It's the same thing. You know, you can go one year and in some cases, no years. And hey, once your senior class in high school uh, is over, then you're eligible for the NBA. Baseball is different. Okay. You may spend two, three, four years at least before you get to the major leagues right. because of the nature of the game. And riding a But bus. baseball, to me, is the purest game. Mm-hmm. There's no clock in baseball. You can't um, run the clock out, all right? You can't, you know, call time out to stop the clock. In baseball, you got to get the job done. The game doesn't end until the job is completed. Mm-hmm. And I think to hit a baseball is one of, if not the most difficult tasks in all of sport to hit a baseball yeah. case in point Deion sanders no better all-around athlete deon struggled as a baseball player he didn't struggle in football mm. bo jackson was okay in baseball but he wasn't great and then michael jordan the goat what better athlete than jordan could mm. jump could run could do all those things but he couldn't hit a curveball Right, so baseball is a game where you can't get a late start. You have to start very early and develop that skill set. The other thing fields you know you mentioned facilities a lot of times in urban America, you don't have fields all right Baseball is an expensive game where basketball all you need is a ball and a hoop, and you got a game. baseball obviously you need a- equipment and it's a generational game. A lot of times, baseball is handed down father and son uh, playing catch or uncle and, and nephew playing catch. So those are all other reasons. And finally, it's a game of failure. And what do I mean by that? you got to have patience, but it's a game of failure, so to speak. And what I mean by that is if you win the ball – Ten times in football, if you don't get a and you get a gain of maybe ten yards and three carries, you're terrible. You take ten shots in basketball and you only make three, you're awful. But you you go to bat ten times and you get three hits, hmm. you could be a hall of famer.
0: Very true. Very true.
3: All right, and 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 look, the greatest baseball players regardless are still black if Jim Brown or Tom Brady are the goats in football and Michael Jordan is the goat in basketball it's undisputed that Willie Mays is the greatest baseball player who ever lived and then after Willie you can look at the home run king Hank Aaron and then after Hank you can look at Barry Bonds on and on and on and if you want to go to a pitcher then hey You can make the argument there was no greater right-handed pitcher than bullet Bob Gibson. He changed the game. They lowered the mound. So don't give me this about baseball as a white man's game. No, it's not. Baseball is for all individuals who can play. And final part of the rundown, mark this on the calendar, TJ. Don't laugh. Don't give me any crap. But the coach will defend the Mosbys today. (laughs) <laughs> read, read the story and i'll give the comment
0: well well the mosby's made a little local news again uh this past weekend uh when um the state's attorney Marilyn mosby posted pictures of herself in a swat uniform for Hol- uh for halloween and then another one of city council president nick mosby as a um a plainclothes police officer Um, And that kind of made the round. Some uh, media people got a hold of it and it was later it was later deleted by the state's attorney. And then one of the pictures was reposted. And she also reposted with a laughing face emoji after the news had reported on it. Now. Some of the comments that I've seen, and they span uh, uh, the, the topic, of course, it's not a big deal. Why are you making a big deal? It's Halloween. Can't they have fun? But the question that I would put out to the listeners in a city like Baltimore, and if you look at Philadelphia with Larry Krasner as their DA who might be in, um, might be impeached soon, you look at the DA out in um, uh, San Francisco who was uh, removed uh, by the uh, recall process, and you look here in Baltimore where our current state's attorney was removed by the voting process— And with all the problems that we have in the city, understanding she's under federal indictment as well, um, understanding the relationship that exists between her office and the police, and it's been well documented and the violence that we've seen and everything that's gone on. Is that the most appropriate thing? Is it a troll? Is it fair game? Hey, she dressed up as a a police officer showing support for the police. Is it? In that neighborhood, or is this a nothing burger? Kind of like the stuff you bring up about Westmore. I'm wondering uh, because it was a lot of conversation about it. Personally, I just don't care. I would rather see more of our black Baltimoreans and white Baltimoreans, by the way dancing in these great videos that have gone viral that even puff daddy danced to over the weekend then talk about some of our elected officials who just can't seem to stay out of their own way at times
3: and speaking of dancing there was another um video that's trending on um instagram i believe do you have that
0: i just sent that one to you uh, I, um, and who is that dancing Oh, oh, okay. Um, hey, um, you, you know, you Make got, me, you guy, got hey, me cold let on the listeners that one. Let, let the listeners know about this one as well. Uh, it, it, it's the state's attorney on her Instagram page uh, dancing to one of the Beyonce songs uh, with their looks like it could be her kids um, or girlfriends right. and her kids, which, again, it's perfectly... Okay, And I think that people have an expectation that their elected officials are going to have a good time despite the stress of the job. But is everything meant for social media? Should you if if you're you're living lavishly, you have a good chunk of money and you represent a poor city. Do you go home and show off all the things you have or do you keep that quiet and to yourself because it could give off the wrong impression that's that's what i'm trying to understand okay
3: and and look look as as i stated to to me this is all about nothing was Mm -hmm. it bad judgment absolutely should they stay off of especially the the state's attorney soon to be former state's attorney should he should she stay off of um, social media instagram yes but in terms of this, it's Halloween. They're young. They should have a good time. And one, one was a police officer. Uh,
0: one was SWAT and one, so was, speak, uh, one and, was playing and, and, clothes. And
3: one was SWAT. No harm in that. And, and, and let me just and real quick. No harm in that. And, and I've been, as you know, one of the largest critics of the Mosbys. And, you know, when I believe in my heart of hearts that they need to be criticized, I'm going to do it. But my heart of hearts, when I believe that it's nothing to it, like today, I'm going to say that. Well, let's say this,
0: this. say this real quick, Coach. I know you're going to run the 2024 campaign for the uh, state's attorney, but. Um, See, they, they, but that but was a this, low blow now. This, that was this, a low blow. That's what you've been saying. But this um, city also, um, <laughs> the biggest corruption scandal in modern policing was the GTTF, which were plainclothes police officers that were doing what they did, We're under consent decree. And. Even back then when this first was realized, just 2017, not too long ago, not terribly long ago, um, the commissioner at the time, Kevin Davis, actually did away with plainclothes policing until a full review could be done. Be- it was a front page New York Times story about this, the drastic steps that were taken. So I think that's the question that some people were asking. And when you say judgment, that brings into question. And really quickly, finally, before we get to the Lions, Coach, because I know we want to get to the Lions, that was uh, uh, another thing we had discussed was the 60-year plea that was offered to the 15-year-old that has been charged in the shooting of Timothy Reynolds, the squeegee situation down on Conway Street from uh, August. He was offered 60 years that was declined by his attorney. And what made this story even more interesting is apparently this was done in a vacuum, so to speak, where the prosecutor gave uh, this plea, uh, offered this plea. But no one else knew about it. And from my understanding, the 15 year old has yet to have the hearing to see if this. Uh, trial would be moved back or moved into juvenile court since he's a juvenile technically, but because it's murder, he can be charged as an adult.
3: Well, you know, I would like to see him be charged as an adult. Um, I'm curious about the video and the footage that the police department have and their possession. Um, what, what information that I have received, and, and again, it's just from one side, but the information that I've received as well as you, that I think it's going to be very difficult for the defense attorneys to present a case of self-defense. Yes, I think it's going to be extremely difficult unless they know some evidence or have some evidence that we, the public, uh, are not aware of and we don't have in our possession. Yep. Okay, we're going to open the lines. Hey, we want first-time callers, okay? We want some first-time callers. Um, and when you call, you know, stay with the rundown. 410-481-1010, 410 481 And uh, when we hit you, just just get straight into it. All right, let's go to the lines. I see Patrick Henderson aboard. We're going to bring Patrick up. Patrick. Yes, good mo- afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, sir. And thanks for joining us here, man. Thank you. Well, thank you for taking
2: my call. Uh, TJ, you know, I think you're probably one of the most articulate people I know. Uh, on the air, you, your, your speech is just prose, and you speak so well. I actually enjoy listening to your
3: voice. You we you don't always tell the truth as it pertains to the coach. I
0: appreciate but your <laughs> he, he you, Patrick. He is
3: articulate. Okay, go yeah.
2: ahead. Yeah, he is very much so. But I have a problem with moderates. And I heard you a few minutes ago talk about that we don't need to give input into what's going on. And to we should just really uh, just just
0: let things be is that
2: which is that your premise? Is that the way you feel society should be?
0: No, no, no. On on social media, trying to make very specific points about something so convoluted and 240 characters on Twitter can really mislead people on Facebook. It's different because you can write a whole book. But on Twitter, you're limited. And people might see just one part of your tweet and take it completely out of context. So that's where I was going with that.
2: OK, so you don't say you see, I contend and the Bible says that a wise man seeketh counsel and that counsel might not be what you want to hear or people understand what people are saying, but the input is valuable to the complexity of the issue mm-hmm. or the issues. So I, 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 I don't. Say you didn't mention censorship, but I think people should speak their minds because the person that's least expected to have an idea might be the one that comes up with the with the eureka moment. And I think it's important that moderates watch what they say and how they dissuade people from getting involved. Uh, they might not write well. I'm a grammar horse uh, uh, because I'm a writer. Uh, But if I can understand what they're saying, you know, then I realize that, you know, they they might not be able to articulate it as well as, say, a T.J. Smith. But their thoughts are more valuable valuable than their grammar. Mm -hmm. So I I think that we should be pushing people to get involved. I think that it is important, not only that, but the Bible also says that God don't like lukewarm people. You either you're hot or you're cold. The the, the modern, Who likes to sit in a house that's moderately warm? Nobody does. Who likes moderately warm food? We want hot food. So there are extremities that we cannot, cannot, and should not uh, uh, discourage. And that's what I wanted to say to you. And, uh, uh, Coach, I really appreciate you bringing up the subject matter of the lack of, of, of black baseball players. I thought it odd when Dusty Baker said it. Because I watched it, I don't watch baseball all uh, year round because I think it's too slow. But then I watched the series because I like the pace of it, and the, and it is a thinking man's sport. It is the most mm-hmm. thinking because man, when you got to watch the way that ball coming at you, a uh, mile a ball traveling a hundred miles an hour, and you got to try to hit that ball, it requires a
3: courageous person. As you say, it don't start in adults; it starts as children building up. But the you know what, Patrick. But, but, but you know what? The velocity of the ball is not that important. In other words, l- let's say Patrick Henderson is a pitcher, and you can throw the ball 105 miles an hour. But guess what? If it's straight, if it's straight, th- they will hit it. Oh. Now, the, the key in pitching is you've got to have movement. Okay, you know it can't be straight. It, it has to, you know, have some type of movement because if it's straight, as 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 someone once as someone once said, a good hitter can time a missile. Oh. Okay, and and the most difficult pitch to hit in baseball is not the fastball because people wait for the fastball. It's the curve. It's that yeah. curve. The curve and the slider.
2: Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
3: And 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 I love baseball. See, baseball is like a good cereal. And and when I say cereal, I'm talking about s like like right. what our old mothers and grandmothers, the old folks used to call the stories. You can't just sit down and watch a story uh, for the first time, right? You right. you know you have to know who the characters are. You know what their motives are, et cetera. Baseball is the same way. Baseball the same
0: way. Well, thank you, you. thank you, Patrick. I will say this though: if it's too hot, you got to blow it off so you don't burn your mouth. And and I know you're probably calling me stubborn right now, but I just have to say some of the issues. When we choose social media to weigh in on that require a longer and more uh, thoughtful response mm-hmm. aren't captured in their full context and okay. a snapshot on social media. It can it, and I've, we've seen a lot of people, you know, have to explain further. And when you have to explain further, I think that's when you lost, because unfortunately, the headlines surrounding Tory Smith are about the tweet. And not the context of his tweet. So, yeah,
2: yeah. I nor, nor the character of the man, right. uh, which you so, so beautifully right. explained. I think completely different about him after what you said. And that's what I think that we've got to do. We've got to be protectors of those. Mm-hmm. We know to, not to be for, for, for the caption that they've written, but the track record of who they are. Mm-hmm. And that's so important history. God bless you all. Thank you. all have a great show. I Take enjoy care. the
3: show. Now, thank you for taking my call. All right, we have a line available, 410-481-1010. 10, 10. Let's go to a guy who knows, oh, he knows as much about baseball as anyone. That's why I call him Bobby Baseball. Robert, are you there? Fell in
2: love in 1952 watching the Dodgers and the Yankees World Series. Coach, they got a saying down in Texas that describes the Ravens and Lamar Jackson to a tee. Down there they say they are all and no cattle. Now they come out and throw the ball 30 times, Coach. Averaging 4.8 yards of reception against a totally depleted secondary. None of the starters was out there. One of their main pass rushes wasn't there. And Barrett, he tears his Achilles in the, in, in the first quarter. And they didn't put up not one point. That shows you who they are not. Then they come out in the second half showing you who they are. They, they run the ball 27 times. They throw it eight times. And they put three touchdowns and a field goal on then they showed that I've been right all along. Roman cannot choreograph a complex pro-passing offense, and Lamar Jackson cannot orchestrate that. He can't run that kind of offense. That's why he is running a college offense in the NFL, because he is a tradition, uh, a trans, transitional talent, and his talent's in his legs. But that does not make... A franchise quarterback. A franchise quarterback is a guy that's going to quarterback your team until he's in his mid to late 30s. Now, I don't know how many guys can run in the NFL when they're in their mid to late 30s. So you don't want to get stuck with this guy. And we're lucky because we're playing a last place schedule. We want to make the playoffs, but next year we won't be playing a last place schedule. We're going to have to play teams like Philly, we're going to have to make two West Coast trips. And if you saw Philly, that this young man, that's quarterback in Philly, he's not running the ball anymore. Philly went out and they secured this guy AJ Brown to bolster their run to the playoffs. Uh, like you pointed out last week, Coach San Francisco went and got McCafferty to bolster their run to the playoffs. Who have we got? We went to the to the bargain basement. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun
3: Jackson.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. They're hoping he's got one play left in him, and then he'll he'll tear his uh, hamstring again. Mm-hmm. Coach, you go. Uh, my um, sources tell me that Lamar Jackson's been missing some meetings, coming late. He goes out to the stands. Some jerk has got a sign out there, a uh, program. He signs and autographs that, you know what, if you could trade this guy today and mm-hmm. get two first rounds and, and later rounds, and I trade Andrews, and as much as I love uh, uh, the ticker, I trade him too, and get two first rounds and something in the later rounds. And you get, end up with nine, uh, five first rounds and nine and uh, four more rounds, later rounds, and with your own draft choice and then get somebody who knows how to draft. But this guy Bateman, he's no number one receiver. he can't even make it on the field. He's got foot problems now that's going to probably rec- uh, require surgery. Another first-round draft choice, Queen, he's a fourth-round choice at best. I'm a chess player. I know what it is to look ahead in a game. Ravens fans, they look to the next game, and that's it. Well, three or four years down the line, this team is going to be in big trouble for blowing these first-round draft choices and holding on to a quarterback. Once his legs is gone, then you got nothing. And any time you throw the ball that many times against a depleted secondary, and this team had packed it in, Coach, Tampa Bay don't want to
0: play no football.
2: They know they're not no. going anywhere.
0: No, 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 no. They don't. They, they Appreciate uh, it, Bobby. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I know
3: you're to hear it,
0: TJ. Now, hey, uh, uh, that's your opinion. Um, and we'll be, we'll, you'll be watching with us in January as the Ravens are in the playoffs. How deep? That's the question. But they'll be there.
2: Well, they're still one and four, one and three in the playoffs now. Okay,
3: that's what you got.
0: right, yeah, we'll see. All we right. shall see. All right. All
3: right. All right. Robert leaves a line available 10-10. four eight one ten ten. Let's go to Pat. Pat, you're up. Hey,
4: hi, Pat, TJ.
0: Hi, Miss Pat. How hey, are Colt, you?
4: Can y'all hear me?
0: Yeah, we got you. Well, I'm clear.
4: Yeah, hey TJ, this is Miss Pat, the Hard City. Look on your camera, I'm watching yes, you. So I, I just I, need to see your smile. I, I TJ, know you
0: are, uh, Miss Pat, of course. Good afternoon. You
4: know, it's all about the love. I don't know much about the football or um, baseball, but I got to say, Philadelphia is trying to make a World Series, and I hope they do. And I hope they get to play the Ravens in the playoffs for the Super Bowl. But it's all about love, I want to talk about. It. It's about we got to get back and put the love back into everything you know, sports was to play to bring people together to have you know, baseball games, eat hot dogs and apple pie when I was a kid you know, I, I just love you, I just want to come on here to say I appreciate what you're doing here, you're still a visual of hope to me to kind of continue to give the love to Baltimore as I am from Baltimore, but I come out of Philly so I just wanted to tell you that I didn't have much to say, I'm just listening to everybody but we got to put God back in play in everything, because you know, every city, they're talking about Baltimore real bad, but every city's going through the same thing. So all I can say to you, I appreciate you. I thank you. You know, I'm still going to do what I do. A lot of people don't like what I do. You know, they always say, Miss Pat's always doing something. The only thing I want to do is show love and pass the love and give love. You know, I don't worry about the love coming back to me because God loves me. And I know that he loves me. I'm here for a purpose here back in Baltimore. Thank you very much. much. You,
0: and we appreciate right, Miss Pat and Coach real quick before we go uh, back to the lines. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't speak about the weekend Poly City game, um, the yearly tradition. Uh, City took the win again, uh, but. You know, um, Polly will turn it around soon, Uh, but it's a big tradition in Baltimore. It was uh, it looked like a hugely successful um, day on Saturday where all the Polly and city um, and associates uh, were out at Port Covington Park. Um, enjoying it, but big rivalry football game. But one thing that happened during that game towards the end of the game is, is you know, some people got to uh, not behaving well. And that's not the tradition of Powley City football games. And it looks like both of those teams um, might have some consequences as a result. And hopefully we can get a reset because that's really important for the city and for the high school football community. So wanted to mention right. that thank you
3: very very well very well all right line available for 41 10 40, 10 let's go to joe joe you're up
2: good morning coach tj good afternoon, how y'all joe.
0: doing all right well this afternoon. afternoon
2: yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> i get up so early in the morning sometime i don't know <laughs> yeah. but anyway right, i, I want to uh chime in on on the baseball thing you know uh when i was coming up we loved baseball we used to play baseball all the time and this is something no one ever mentioned that the ripkins took baseball out of the city and moved it to aberdeen and and uh so we had no recourse or nowhere to go to play uh baseball uh And, and Joe
0: uh-huh. how how factual and accurate is that I mean um, he put a stadium up in Aberdeen um, you know for 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 their purposes but the main baseball stadium is in Baltimore where it's been um I mean I I, I just want to make sure we are factual in what we put out Cal Ripken and the uh, Ripken Senior Foundation put a new field in uh, about five or six years ago over uh, James Mosier. Um, so I know Eddie Mary, Brooks Robinson, Cal Ripken have been very active in the Baltimore community. Um Not to say that more can't be done, but to suggest that the Ripkins pull baseball out of Baltimore. I, I just, I need some, some facts on that one. Thank you. All right. Well, I mean, think.
1: That's the way
2: I, I'm sorry, but that's the way I look at it because oh, after okay. after they moved uh, everything to Aberdeen, uh, we had nowhere to go to play baseball anymore. Or at least they didn't well, reach out it,
3: it to anyone. There I wasn't, wasn't the, a place well, before you got high schools for don't, don't the high schools have to have baseball programs? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure some of the um, – local boys' and girls' clubs or, or you know, whomever have baseball. So just because they moved the field to Aberdeen, you know, is no reason why baseball had to stop if it did.
0: And, 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 um, and, unless, and well, Coach, I just want to make sure we don't go down the rabbit hole. The move the field, they moved it from where? I'm not familiar with it being in Baltimore to have been moved to Aberdeen. So thats I just want to make sure we're clear about that.
3: Mm-hmm. all right yeah. all right thanks joe uh, yeah thank you all thank you all right 410 let us go to leo leo you're up next yes good afternoon my friends uh tj sir. i heard you i thought you were critical of the mosby's in terms of their charade of course social media doesn't work in the best interest of a lot of people but i thought they were being silly they're a relatively young couple
0: Can they be silly and not be offensive, in your opinion? Uh, Honestly, uh, Leo, I really don't care. It didn't move me one way or the other. I just kind of look at it from the bigger picture of does it put forth the right image in the situation we're in right now in the city of Baltimore. That's all. I mean, of course, you can have fun, but at, at, at a certain point, should you keep that fun between you and your friends and family, or is that something you put out to the entire community, understanding you will be criticized? So sh- yes, the criticism part. Not, without
1: going as a state attorney, she's not going to be a state attorney.
0: But she's, she's still a lame duck, so hey, if I you heard, duck, uh, Hold on, hold on real quick, Leo. If you yeah, heard she what was was doing right she was the state's attorney. And if you heard what we talked about right after that story, the was the that uh, year old that was year to and year sentence, else no one it. knew about it. Um, the, you know, so regardless of when you're exiting office, you're still in and still make decisions that could be critical. So again, I don't care. I'm not moved by it. It's no different than the Kanye West story. I don't care. But looking at it from the totality, is it something that you should make better judgments so, on? That's all.
3: I'm going to masquerade as chief judge of the U.S. District Court of Maryland, Judge James K. O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. I think I'll dress up as Judge James Cable. Yeah, that's an overseer of the consent decree. Yeah, right.
0: yeah,
3: yeah, yeah Because recognizes. you are, because you are a private <laughs> citizen. Uh, listen, as I said on this one, uh, there's there's no malice. I don't have a problem with them having fun, but I also concur with TJ in that when you are one of the top officials in a city you've got to be concerned with imaging. Okay. And, and let's be honest, let's be truthful that the state's attorney has had some issues in terms of maturity and imaging, i.e giving the finger to a citizen that is unbecoming at that point of a city official. This one is innocent. No problem. But that one was inexcusable. Yeah. I think she's done a tremendous job as state's attorney. Yeah, thank you, Leo. Okay. And, and I respect that opinion, but it was a whole lot of people who, who, who voted. Yes. So that's she's yes. going like, let's, let's get rid of the hate Marilyn Mosby campaign.
1: Let's get rid of that. Well,
0: yeah. well, you're well, not hearing no, that, you're not no, hearing no, that no, here. No, Certainly
1: not there. today. No, no. We've got no, enough right. from the governor and the, and the right folks and the Brian
3: Cross, the attorney general. all this hate Marilyn Mosby. There were a, lot of, there's there's a, a cool. lot of black people. There were a lot of black people who don't hate her. See, this is the problem, Leo. And you know, I respect you because I know what you do in the community. But let me make this point you got some black folks who call into this show, or not this show, but other shows. And, and if you don't support a candidate, you either hate that person or you hate black people. That's nonsense. I mean, you can like Marilyn Mosby, but don't think that she's done a great job or didn't do a great job as as a state's attorney. One thing has nothing to do with the other. Eight years. Yep.
0: yeah. Thank you for Let's um, let's grab the other calls we have, uh, coach, right. before right. we wrap up for the day.
3: All right. So, and, and we got some callers. So let's go. Let's see who we got. Let's go to. Uh,
4: Henry, Henry, you're up. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, how you doing? You know, gentlemen, doing? Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the entertainment district, I know they was trying to get one, uh, through Highway street one time and, um, I think it didn't go through, but, uh, like you say, you know, we got to come together get our finance together and, uh, do the things we need to do together and that
2: entertains mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because and, it, um,
3: it, didn't, it didn't come through because, you know, um, one, nobody wrote a check. And then two, you know, sometimes, and I'm not saying this is the case, but when you bring a lot of us together, then, you know, people want to know who's going to be in charge and who's going to do this, who's going to do that. But, but the main thing is it's, t- it's a lot of talking, but nobody's writing the check.
0: And you know what, real quick, Coach and Henry, thanks for bringing up the Howard Street. Maybe that's the one that I might have uh, conflated with what's going on on Warner Street. There actually were five businesses, if I'm not mistaken. I know Couples T being one of them because I went down there um, after they had their window broken out earlier in January of this year. They got a grant to help redevelop that. Uh, stretch of Howard Street in that cultural Mm -hmm. district area and it's about five minority businesses that were given grants to uh, uh, start their brick and mortar stores down there so that could be the cultural arts entertainment area um, that is uh, looked at more from a a black owner perspective and I know that is happening Uh, maybe not to the degree we want but it's happening Mm -hmm. okay yeah like, all right, thank I mean, you, Henry. Let's can, go back to the lines, real, real quick,
3: Coach. Got, but, yep. but, you know, once again, real quick, you've got to have someone to write the checks. Mm-hmm. Get the money. If you can't get the money, all you're doing is talking.
1: Yep. All
3: right, let's go back to the lines. we got James aboard. James.
1: Well, how are y'all doing this afternoon?
0: Good afternoon.
1: Mm-hmm. Talk if, you know, to my, us, James. My, my Ravens analysis here. Okay, well, Robert, if you think that um, uh, the Ravens going to give Lamar up, you know, I really do hope so. Mm. I hope so, because he will, he will really get good after he leaves Baltimore. <laughs> All right. Now, has Lamar passing improved since his first year? Hasn't has oh, improved since his second year.
0: I don't know. I don't know that we can call Come that as man. accurate. He he seemed Come to be on, throwing man. a deep ball a little better a couple of years ago records. compared to this year, in my opinion.
1: Check the records. Check the records. You will see improvement, okay? If the Ravens get a running game this year, if they get a running game this year, and if Peters and Humphreys can cover anybody, all right, they might be okay. When Lamar is at his best, is when they have a running game because the defense then have mm-hmm. to play that running game, which let them sorry receivers become a little bit more open for him to hit them.
3: Mm-hmm. Let me ask you and this, James, real quick. James James, yeah, James. James uh, real quick, James, 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 real quick because we run out of time. Where would you place Lamar in terms of the quarterbacks today? I have him between four and six. Where do you have I
1: would right now say the same thing. But, you know, when Lamar throws an interception, everybody gets crazy. I watched the guy last night from Buffalo throw two. If Green Bay had a team, those two interceptions could have mean a whole lot to them winning or losing last night. But nobody says nothing when Allen throws two interceptions in a game. But let Lamar throw one. Oh, he can't throw. He can't do this. But all he does every weekend is have the Ravens in a position to win, and if they don't win, they always lose because the defense can't hold what he gives them. Let him all play. right, James. Well, anyway, Fair enough. thank will to play next year we, anyway. Yeah, thank,
0: thank you for the call, James. We will try to get to the last uh, couple of callers before we have to go.
3: All right. And who do we have, William? William, you're up. Talk to us real quick. Hey, good afternoon. Right
1: quick. Number one, from uh, uh, TJ, from what I'm hearing, that um, offer that was put on the table, how you didn't know nothing about it as far as that 60-year um, offer that was offered to that young fellow? Yes. Is that true? Do you know? Yes,
0: that's what the reports are. That, that, that it was, And I think if I don't know that side of the law as well, but I would call it a miscarriage of justice, regardless of what my opinion or anyone's opinion is of the case, to – Put an offer for jail time on the table in adult court when there's still a pending hearing for moving it back to juvenile court. I, don't, I just yeah, don't think but, that that's uh, right.
1: Yeah, and let me get to two more things. The baseball, the baseball situation. When I was coming up, because we, I used to play for the Pressman Cardinals down there at Leon Day Park before they named it Leon Day Park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The kids nowadays don't have patience. They want stuff. They want stuff right, quick, fast, in a the hurry. They oh, want to be dear. doing things right away right I so do. that's why you don't have that like you used to back in the day mm-hmm. now that's the nice. other thing is the cal ripkin situation that guy i don't know what he's talking about because if you know anything about 33rd there's a baseball field that cal cal ripkin put his money into that's a good looking field over there mm-hmm. you gentlemen have a good day
0: thank you for the call. thank,
1: thank you. you
3: all right
0: and let's go joe you got the last word joe you're up the closer
3: all right, gentlemen,
2: good afternoon. I'm going to make it quick. I'm going to kind of like piggyback on the other gentlemen. I, was, I belonged to the Forest Park Baseball League growing up. Mm-hmm. Forest Park is gone. Mm-hmm. My sons played at Northwood on the east side. I don't know mm-hmm. if Northwood is still operating or not. But a lot of things was taken away long before Cal Ripken. We had rec centers that had baseball leagues and mm-hmm. football leagues. And guess what? If you, you probably can count on one hand how many of that, that, that has any of those leagues. I know, like, Cloverdale over there on um, Drew Hill Avenue, they they, they have a summer, uh, summer basketball league. But, you know, a lot of stuff was taken away from the black communities. And then you want to know why our children
1: are acting crazy. Have a good day,
0: gentlemen. Yeah, well, I, I just had to say, Cal Ripken took some uh, unnecessary slander today because he, he has nothing to do with far Little League, dissolving or what have you.
3: Well, but that's that's one of the differences of this show, and, and you got a few others, mm. but we just don't allow people to call up and just say anything without correcting them.
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: Now, yeah. you know, you've got some shows that just let people talk and say anything. And then, and then they go to the next caller. Talk radio is about listening, not talking, listening. And you have to consider the thousands of listeners or hundreds of listeners that are out there. And so you cannot let someone, it's our responsibility to give good information. Mm-hmm. And so, Hey, I applaud
0: you, man. Great job. Yeah. And in fairness, that was um, a perspective that someone had. But the, the I played Forest Park Little League, and we had another name for it. I'm not going to say it on the air to perpetuate any stereotypes. But it was a lot of problems at times. But we did have the different opportunities. He brought up Northwood baseball. I don't see a lot of kids today. I don't see any kids today wearing those uniforms. So I don't know if it still exists either. So we might have to follow up on that next week to see, to get more young black well, kids involved
3: well we just lost one of the great p- baseball players from washington dc and one of the great baseball players of all time and it's a travesty he's not in the hall of fame but i'm speaking of maury wills okay and i'm sure you know that there were some black baseball players from baltimore um obviously babe ruth and al kaline are the two come to mind well hey what a show and I want to thank folks for listening and uh As I always say, hey, make good decisions, y'all, because life is hard. But guess what? It's even harder when you're stupid. I'm out. Peace.